Hello, Internet. I'm Stephen Harowitz, and I'll be your host for this episode of Campfire at Home, recorded here in St. Louis, Missouri. Almost every month, we gather at the campfire to hear stories about life and how we live it. Campfire at Home is how we bring that live storytelling experience to you, wherever you are. In this particular episode, I have something special for you, because we have stories to share from the capstone event of our Season 10 Advanced Storytelling class. These students signed up for a class through Campfire to learn about public speaking and storytelling. That first class, the students are always nervous, excited, and looking around not knowing who each other are yet. But then they slowly get to know one another as they collectively reflect on their lives through story. They started to see the output of their training and the power and liberation of owning and sharing their own story. And even when it got scary or their nerves crept up, as it inevitably does, they kept choosing to take on the challenge. And then there they were, on stage, in the lights, delivering some truly delightful and some truly heavy stories. All in all, their advanced storytelling training went over six classes with some additional time for individual coaching. This series of podcasts includes the four advanced storytelling students, Gabe, Javier, Jamar, Potter, all telling a short story on the topic of quitting. And then beyond the hugs and smiles each storyteller got after the event, I got to say as their instructor, a heartfelt congratulations to four people with newfound skills in storytelling, confidence in their voice when speaking publicly, and an understanding of the power of story. Let's head to the campfire to listen to Gabe's story on quitting. Hi. It's a cold September morning, and I am at Tom Sock Mountain State Park with my friend Tim, and we are going to hike the Mina Sock Falls Trail. He and I are both hiking enthusiasts, and we're there... um, It's about three and a half miles long. The trail starts out kind of flat, and then it starts to, it's, uh, you'll excuse me. It goes from the highest point in Missouri to the tallest waterfall, and then back up. So the trail starts out kind of flat. Um, It uh, starts to incline downward, and the rocks just sort of emerge from the path, just waiting to trip you or roll your ankle. It's a pretty rugged path. After about a mile and a half, you get to this glade on the edge of a hill, and it just opens up, and there's a lot of exposed rock, and there's these scraggly trees and a lot of grasses and bugs and lizards and that sort of thing. And you come to this overlook, and across the valley from you, there are these these three mountains just covered in green, and they're all symmetrical and perfectly placed, and it's one of my favorite places in the world. Um, it's also a really special place to me because it's a place that my wife and I decided to get married. She and I share a love of nature, and we kind of find connection there, and we find a sense of spirituality there, and we thought that was the place that we wanted to exchange our vows. But it's also a heavy place for me because about a year before this hike, I left my wife. Things had been... Uh, Things had been declining between us. We were having a difficult time finding understanding and the language, the common language that you need in a relationship to be successful. 
Um, we cared about each other very much, but things just weren't working. And I left her, and I quit our marriage. So this is a very heavy spot for me. Uh, Tim knows that. And we were standing there appreciating the, the view, and we were about to start walking down the mountain, and I said, Tim, there's something that I have to do. And he said, okay, and he kind of stood off to the side, and I pulled some pictures out of my hiking pack from the day that Christy and I got married, and I, I knelt down at the rocks, and I pulled a lighter out of my backpack, and I lit those pictures on fire, and I, I was crying, and I said a prayer, and my prayer was, free me from your hold on me. Free me from your hold on me. You see, I, I had almost, it had been almost a year, and I needed to get her out of my mind and out of my heart. I missed her so much, um, and nothing was working. So the pictures burned, and I took a deep breath, and I stood up, and Tim and I hiked down the hill. So the trail gets really steep at this point, and it gets really rugged. There's tree roots, and there's gullies, and there's all sorts of rocks. But after about 20 minutes, you get to Minasauk Falls, which is the tallest waterfall in Missouri. That's not nearly as impressive as, as, as it sounds, because typically, <laughs> typically it's just a trickle of water dripping off a rock from a little pool up there. I've seen it after a snow melt, like we're going to see in about three days, with just water gushing down the hill and just crashing over the side and just splattering down, pounding these rocks and these pools below, like the symphony of, of just natural beauty. And it's, it's pretty impressive. But on this day, it was just a trickle. So Tim and I sit down, and we're eating our lunch. And, you know, I'm an older guy, and Tim's an older guy, and we look, we look for new ways to kind of stay fit and keep ourselves in shape. And he tells me about how he started doing yoga. And he isn't necessarily into the spiritual side of it, but he really appreciates the mechanics of it and the way it makes his body feel. And he, he tells me about how when, he, um, when he's holding a position sometimes and he's trying to clear his mind, that he tells himself the words here, now, over and over again, like a mantra, to where it becomes, it, it, it gets in tune with his breathing, and it becomes the tempo of his breathing. And he says that it helps him to focus, and it helps him to clear his mind. And that kind of sticks with me, the way he's describing it. It seems really powerful, just these two simple words and how they can bring you to center. So we finish our lunch, and we start hiking up. Now, at this point, you're going back uphill in this loop. And it's warmed up a bit. And there's a lot of rocks, and we're climbing up the rocks, and um, I'm starting to feel, I'm starting to feel the emotions of the day and the past year again, and how I'm in this beautiful place, and I just wish Christy was there. And I started thinking about the past year and our relationship before that, and the things that I fucked up, the problems that I bring to a relationship and make it difficult. See, I'm an overthinker. Um, I tend to focus on the worst case scenario, the unknowns, and it's really difficult for me to let that go. It's really difficult for me to shake that. 
so we're climbing up the hill and I'm thinking about all this and I'm starting to get emotional again. And I'm missing her and the sun is on my neck and the breeze is in my face and the trees are just exuding this energy and there's heat coming up from the ground and I can't see any of it because I'm lost in my thoughts. I'm, I'm internal. I can't break out of that. And two words come to my head, here, now. I want to be present. I want to be here now. I want to be able to let all that go and be in this beauty that I'm here to see and I'm here to absorb. And as we're finishing our hike, I'm thinking a lot about what I need to do to be able to not be an overthinker and to not listen to this devil on my shoulder whispering in my ear, not letting me let things go. Because I need to be here now, wherever I'm at. So Tim and I finish our hike. We say our goodbyes. And uh, we go home. About a week later, as I'm coming back from another hike with my dog, Saturday morning, Chrissy calls me on the phone. And she's outside my apartment, and she's crying. I almost didn't answer it. And I tell her I'll be home soon. So I get home, and without a word, we just embrace each other. And we hold each other for probably four or five minutes. And then we sit down, and we have the most honest and terrifying and hopeful and sad and optimistic and loving and genuine conversation. that we probably ever had. Six weeks later, she moves in with me. And we are in a good place. And we have a better understanding on how to communicate. I have a better understanding on how to be present. And we have a better understanding of each other's value. You know, my prayer that day was Free me from your hold on me because I wanted to let her go. But what I really wanted to be free from were the things that I bring, the, the self-destructive behaviors within me that I have to let go of. And I'm working on that, and I think I can do it so I can be here now. Thank you. And that's a wrap. You can make sure to hear the other episodes from our Season 10 Advanced Storytelling graduates by subscribing to Campfire at Home, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you liked what you heard, please leave a review. It helps others find our podcast and it supports our students. If you're in the St. Louis area, we'd love to have you come out to an event or take a class. Visit campfire.com, that's C-M-P-F-R dot com for all of the details. And for those of you that don't live in St. Louis, who just want to know more about what we do here at Campfire, you can also visit our website at campfire.com. That's cmpfr.com. As always, a big thank you to the Campfire team, our photographer, Jen Corman, our videographer and podcast producer, Jeff Allen, 
and the home for our classes, Tech Artista. Tonight's stories were recorded live at the Focal Point in Maplewood, Missouri. Thanks for listening to Campfire at Home. I've been your host, Stephen Harowitz. Until next time. Mm-hmm.